Oh, and my cat. That cat was going to jump on my wine. <laughs> I'm Carmen. And special guest, Phoebe Buffet. AKA Joanna with the sore throat. Yeah, again. Laryngitis? So sorry. I don't know. I've been coughing since spring break, which by the time this will come out, will be like a month away. Two mu- a month and a half. And I've been coughing and just. Didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> Your watch is listening. Well, welcome to Live, Laugh, Murder, where we tell stories that may or may not be true. Today, however, is a different kind of show. Mm. Today, we're doing something a little different. I'll fill you in, Joanna, in a minute after you tell me what's happening with Florida people today. Uh, gosh. Oh, this... you're already you're already exhaling deeply. A Florida man is accused of driving a stolen vehicle to a Space Force base in... What? Yeah, Space Force Base in Brevard. 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 Sure. County. Brevard County. In what he called a mission from the President of the United States. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> According to reports, Corey Johnson, 29, 20, stole, Those 29-year-olds are the worst. They know nothing. Stole a truck from Riviera Beach and drove to a to Patrick Space Force Base near Kennedy Space Center. Wow. When Johnson tried to get to the base, he claimed the president told him in his mind. (laughs) In his mind. Didn't even speak to him. He just felt his presence. That's what aliens do. I know. President's an alien. Another story for another day. (laughs) Claimed that the president told him in his mind that he needed to take the vehicle and warn government officials that there were U.S. aliens fighting Chinese dragons. Did he? Wow. He was arrested. In charge with grand theft auto of a motor vehicle. But nothing about the, you know, driving to the Kennedy Space Center or near the Kennedy Space Center and being crazy. I mean, is he arrested because he stole a vehicle? Yes. And he basically stormed the Kennedy Space Center. Yes. Right? Yes. So the... I mean, that's got to be a bunch of laws right there. The title is Florida Man Drives Stolen Truck to... Space Force Base to warn a battle between (laughs) 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 aliens and dragons. This is this is phenomenal. Look at his mugshot. I said twenty nine. Oh, he's a hard twenty nine. Are you serious? It's a hard. He lived a hard. He looks fifty nine. It's yeah, at best. He looks like he just came out of his underground bunker, trying to track down the aliens and the Chinese dragons. Yeah, I wonder if he wore an aluminum. Thing. An aluminum hat. hat. yeah. Probably. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. There's a lot of moving on your end. You don't need your phone. I do need my phone for something. You're going to find out in a second. I'm super excited. Do I have to figure out if this is true or not? You said something different. (laughs) (laughs) So today's episode is a little different. If you've seen the title, which you have because you clicked on it, our lovely listeners, then you already know. Joanna doesn't know, though. Never does. Never does. Never does, does, right? Yeah. 
First of all, this episode's going to be different than our typical format of true crime sometimes. So make sure you go ahead and check out one of our past episodes and then come right back to this one if this is your first show. To start off my topic for today, and like I said, listeners, you already know, but Joanna doesn't. Because I don't know here's the a sound. Here's a sound clip for you. I'm okay. probably not going to know it, am I? Yes, you are. Oh. You will definitely know it. What's that noise? Popcorn. You making popcorn? Uh-huh. Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Oh, just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters? Yeah. What's yours? Guess. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that the one where the guy had knives for fingers? Yeah, Freddy Krueger. Freddy, that's right. I like that movie. It was scary. Well, well, the first one was, but the rest sucked. So, you got a boyfriend? <laughs> Why? You want to ask me out on a date? Maybe. Do you have a boyfriend? Mm, no. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. What did you say? Oh, okay. crap. Oh, crap what? who I want who I'm looking at like that's just so scary like the house is full of windows I know I want to know who I'm looking at like I don't even know if okay I have such a fear of being watched yes do you I have a scary story to tell you what I was at my aunt's house when I was little okay she had a big I'm sorry I sound like this so if you are turned off by the sound of my voice I apologize she had a big picture window in front of her house okay we were outside in the backyard. I'm like, I gotta go potty. I was little, so I said potty. So yes. I went in, and I looked out the picture window, and in the corner was a man's <gasps> face. Shut up. I am not kidding you. I still picture it, and then took off running. As you should. And I never told anybody. I didn't tell any adult. And you just remembered right now? Well, I always, I always, it's like one of those memories that's just like always there. So whenever I think of windows, that's what I think of. Wow. And you never, never told anybody. Wow. Okay. I don't know maybe, what to do. Maybe it was ghost face. No, it was not. It was a, it, I, it was in the corner. I just remember we made eye contact. No, you did not make I'm eye not contact. I'm not kidding. It's a peeping tom. I stood there because well, she didn't have like she didn't have the shades or anything. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm sorry if I'm offending you right now, but I don't know how people live without curtains on their windows. Same. And I or, say that having a bay window with no curtains in my house. <laughs> but it's tinted in the daytime. I'm sorry. No, th- yeah, like we have curtains in all of my houses. All I, of my houses. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Your winter house, your summer house. Yes. Well, all spring. <laughs> today we're doing Scream, Joanna. How many of the Scream movies have you seen? Every single one except for the last one. All of them you have? Mm-hmm. Yes! I knew this was perfect. Also, so fun little fact, when I was in the movie theater watching the first one, it uh-huh. was storming outside. Like high school? Yes. Middle school? High school. 1996. And the power went out for a hot second and somebody pounded on the wall, on the door. Oh, that's awesome. We're thinking it was like it's like a... Like they did it on purpose, yeah. but like everybody screamed. Isn't that so amazing? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay, so I've seen all of them as of last weekend. Yeah, you did. I went and saw the new one. Well, today we are breaking down the plot. Today we're going to do movie plot edition Scream. But you're not going to sh- spill the last one. Why don't you? Okay, I'll okay. tell you right now. 
I am going through all of them except the last one because I'm an asshole, but not that much of an asshole. Okay, good. Because, but here's what I do. Every time I watch a new Scream movie, I always Google to see who the killer was. Do you? Because I'm that person. You're naughty. I have to. Because Cal- it calms me. <laughs> I know it sounds weird because there's uh-huh. killing. Right. But I like, I know... And then I know who survives, too. Okay. I have okay. to. That's okay. I'm going to do all of the movies except Scream 6, which which just came out March 2023. Yeah, I'm going to wait till it comes to TV. To video? Wait till it's Go at Blockbuster? blockbuster. <laughs> no, I know. And I was going to do the latest one, too, but I was I didn't have the heart. I was Not like, everybody's okay. seen it. I know, exactly. And the others, it's been enough time. Your statute of limitations has run out yeah. on those movies. Especially the first one. I mean, 1996. Yeah, that was middle school for me. You're a year behind me. 1996, Joanna. I graduated high school in 2002. Oh, so you were a year behind me. So I guess I freshman year. So, okay, eighth grade, ninth grade, whatever. Same same diff. We're going in chronological order. I'm going to give you just a very brief synopsis of each because it's fun and it's crazy and it's one of my favorite so franchises of all time. I, I never get tired of it. That and the Halloween right? ones. I still watch, and I do I watch know. Halloween, which you is do. so weird. I'm like five Halloween movies behind. I am. I know. I've literally seen when they come out. That's so you, crazy. That's amazing. We need a movie marathon. Well, I'm sleeping over tonight, so. And this is the best night of my life. I am so excited. And the sad thing is, we just did this last month. <laughs> Our girlfriends, we got together and we're like. For my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it literally like, was a month, a month was, ago. And now it's like, let's do it again. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So I'm giving you all the deets you may or may not remember from this horror movie franchise. So let's start off with movie number one. You ready? Scream 1, starting in 1996, as we've clearly mentioned, the town of, do you know Joanna? I don't remember. Woodsboro, California, is suddenly under attack by a masked serial killer attacking the local teenagers. He wears a ghost-faced mask and and black cloak. His murder weapon of choice? Knife. A knife. I wanted to say dagger. It, what's the difference? Ooh, maybe a dagger. I would say a dagger. It is like a very sharp, like... Because isn't it... It's kind of jagged, right? Yeah. Like serrated so on one side. I would say... Yeah. And he always follows the rules, well, at least in the beginning, of horror movies. Number one, you may not survive the movie if you have sex. We'd all be dead. I mean... Right. Number two, you may not survive the movie if you drink or do drugs. Let's Those are silly. Can we cheers our wine we're, one we're more time? We're double dead now. <laughs> uh, oh, that was a perfect clink. Number three, you may not survive the movie if you say, I'll be right back. Or, who's there? Oh, I don't remember that. Who's there? I know, but I saw it online like five times, so I thought I should include it. The movie starts. So I don't have to guess. I wish I could, nope. I wish I could sit back and relax, but I you're know. making me... I'm sorry. The movie starts in the most badass way you can start a horror movie. It's iconic, and it has gone down in horror movie history. And it's basically the clip I started our show with. I don't think it will ever be, it can ever be recreated. Because the posters when this movie was, what's it called, promoted, had Drew Barrymore. So you think Drew Barrymore is like the star of the movie. How long? She's a major character. She's in it for what, nine minutes, 12 minutes? If that. So we have a huge actress playing Casey Becker, a, a teenage girl home alone making herself popcorn and about to watch a scary movie when her phone rings. House phone, by the way. House phone. But it's cordless cordless i know my first cordless phone that i saw i was like will that work in my house if you bring it from your house and my friend's dad was like no you idiot anywho um it all okay uh phone rings okay it all starts out as some random dude flirting with her she makes giggles she makes giggles (laughs) 
Drink some more. <laughs> don't spill my red wine, though, because no, it's going to consider a bloodstain. bloodstain. She giggles and plays along. He then asks her the famous question. What is it, Joanna? What is your favorite scary movie? <laughs> You're so awkward. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? And then eventually the man tells her that he wants to see what her insides look yeah. like. Ugh. Soon enough, Casey realizes there's a psycho on the phone and he screams at her to not hang up the phone. Don't hang up on me. When she threatens him by saying her boyfriend is big and plays football and will beat the shit out of you. He directs her to look out the back porch where she sees her man strapped to a chair and gagged, bound and gagged in his letterman jacket too. Yeah, I remember that. He is then disemboweled right in front of her, which I still don't understand because you can't see the killer. So how did his guts fall out of the front of his body? It's like someone was hiding from behind yeah, maybe. him. Do you remember that? Casey doesn't have time to react because the killer quickly chases her through the house, out the front door, where he eventually stabs her to death in the chest, yeah. in the front of the movie screen. And you're like, but this is Drew Barrymore, a huge actress at the time, and hangs her from the tree in the front yard for her parents to see when they get home that night. And this is the intro to our first screen movie. So what was, I can't remember what his motive was. But I know, I know the motive to kill mm-hmm. Sydney. Okay, like but why everyone other else? other ones. Like, was it just to get her attention? What do you, th- I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Just to be like extreme and eccentric? I don't know. You know, killers never probably think they're going to get caught. Yeah, that's true. So like, why start off with her? Casey of all people. Yeah. Throughout the movie, we're introduced to Sydney Prescott, our final girl. Sydney is an angsty teen whose mother was murdered in <laughs> in the not too distant past. It is common knowledge in town that her mom was having an affair with the man. Do you remember his name, Joe? Cotton Weary. Cotton, Cotton Weary. Because didn't he end up being one of the killers? No. No, he got He's killed. framed. He's framed. Yeah. Yes. Stop spoiling it for our listeners who haven't seen Joanna. Oh, my God. Um, and this is who the murder is pinned on. It's pinned on Cotton. And he's currently in prison for it in movie one. The movie has lovable characters who we all hate to see killed. Mm-hmm. I mean, infamous scene for me. The one that sticks out is when her best friend, played by Rose McGowan, is in the garage getting, like, beers at the party. Right? Because there's always the a party. Worst. Come on. Do you want to recap it and for the she listeners? Gets, she tries to go through the doggy door. Yes. And what does he do? He turns on the garage door, which is not realistic. <laughs> and she goes up the garage door. Boobs, big, big ass fucking tits hanging through. Can't even fit through the doggy door. And who the hell has a doggy door in the garage door? And he just stands there like. Yeah. And then she goes up and gets like killed, like neck cracked. It's not realistic. That no, it's not realistic. It would have given out. She did have big boobs, though. She did. I mean, like a boob job in high school, not realistic, other than the murder, you know, the death scene. But my point is, would who has a doggy door in their garage door? And where was the dog? Where was the dog? Was there even a dog in that in that house? That's a good point. Maybe it was a cat door. But there was always parties at that house. Yeah. It was Stu's house, right? I didn't want to see her get killed. She was happy when Sydney punched Gail Weathers in the face. And she said, bam, bitch went down. Best scene of the whole movie. Like, my favorite quote. And we have people we root for to stay alive, like um, Deputy Dewey. Mm, Deputy Dewey. No, we're going to be excited. Yay. And that's her best friend's older brother, who we just mentioned, Rose McGowan. And the woman he 
Oh, I'm sorry. And the woman Sydney hates because she wrote a tell-all about her late mother, yep. Gail Weathers, yep. played by Courtney Monica, Cox. Mon- Monica Not Geller. Monica Geller, you weirdo, just because you're Phoebe. And everyone, <laughs> everyone is a suspect. And oh, that's the fun thing when you watch this for the first time. So I know we have a listener demographic right now because I can see it on my end that are teenagers. You guys, if you haven't watched Scream 1, do it. Pause. I mean, maybe to you it's not going to be as exciting because whatever, it's like 100 years ago. But to us, we love it. It was great. It's our gen- It's like our generation movie. Like it's nostalgia, right? It is. The murderers in this movie turn out to be not one, but two of Sydney's friends, her boyfriend, Billy Loomis, and their friend, Stu Mocker. Even though throughout the movie, Billy is like creepy, kind of sus. He's also kind of hot and we don't want to think about him that way. It's like he's too cute to be a killer. When he snuck into the bedroom, it was like, ooh. And then when you find (laughs) out he's the killer, you're like, ew. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, when he does reveal himself to Sydney as the killer, and she does the, well, why? With blood stains all over her face and tears in her eyes, he tells her, her mother wasn't just having an affair with Cotton Weary, but also with his father as well, which caused his poor family to fall apart. Didn't, she was murdered though. Don't we even yes. know who murdered her? Murdered her? Well, I'm about to say it to you. I I'm about to tell okay. you right now. Billy says, your mom was having an affair, not just with Cotton, but with my dad. She broke apart my family. And this is why he needed to go on a murder spree through the town. Basically, he's saying he killed Sydney's mom. Oh, yes. So Billy basically admits that he killed her mom, framed Cotton Weary, put him in jail, and is now doing all this shit for revenge. And... All because he's a sad teen whose parents broke up. Which is sad. I mean, hello, I'm divorced. I know how sad that is for my children. But you don't go on a vengeful fucking murder spree, murder spree and kill all your friends I, in please town. Don't kill me. No, 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 it's not me you have to worry about. It's my daughters, apparently. Oh, oh. oh <laughs> gosh. They knock on our door. Can we come in and play? Absolutely not. Do they have a dagger? Yeah, 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 a dagger. And why is Stu helping him murder all their friends? I have no clue other than bros before hoes. That's the only thing I can think of. While Stu is killed from a TV falling on his head, Sydney actually shoots Billy in the head and kills him dead. Yeah, right. Boom, right there. Boom, right in the middle of the eye. Well, he, she, doesn't she shoot him in the chest and he gets up or doesn't, stabs him or something? Doesn't the reporter, Mary Weather? <laughs> Gail Weathers. Gail Weathers. It's, a lot of killing happens in this movies, Joanna, with those people. But in the end, she shoots him between the eyes. It's been a while since I've seen them, so. And that's it. Movie one. Whew. Now, you ready for movie two? Yes. I told you, very brief synopsis. Thank you. 1997. Where were you? High school. Sophomore. You, I was now, well, now I'm in high school with you. Hello. This movie opens with a group of people in the theater. You, Joanna's nodding her head. She's like, hell yeah. Uh, ready to watch the new horror movie, Stab. But they're, and they're all dressed in costumes. Yes. What a yes. terrible idea. Terrible idea. Jada Pinkett Smith is there yes. with her man. And can't handle, she can't handle how excited everyone is running around in ghost face costumes. People wearing the costumes, running around, holding fake knives. Her boyfriend thinks it's all fun games. He's like laughing and like throwing popcorn around. But when he goes to use the restroom, he's confronted by the real ghost face. And for lack of a better word, skewered. (laughs) Through the ear. Pretty much. So I'm having a hard time. I'm like 
I know that there was the Scream movie, but remember like the parody? Was it parody? I mean, oh, you're was thinking it Damon of Damon Wayne's or the, the Wayne's? Wayne's brothers. You're and thinking got a, uh, in his ears. You're thinking of scary movie. Okay, back to you, teenagers. Welcome back. Go watch scary. Go watch this. Then watch Final Destination. Then watch I Know What You Did Last Summer. And then watch Scary Movie and you're going to live your best life. Yes. Yes. And I mean, anyone, 20s, 30s, if you haven't done it, just do it. Gosh, that's so corny. So <laughs> so while her man's getting killed in the bathroom, Jada Pinkett Smith is murdered in the theater, all while the audience thinks it's a part of the yes. show to hype up Stab and make it more exciting. She literally bleeds out and dies in front of the crowd and they're cheering. Could you imagine? No. Being in a movie theater like that, like that would just drive me crazy. That's why I don't go to movie theaters. Oh, so much. So much anxiety. Even when I go, I'm a huge Marvel fan, Brett and I, so we go watch all the Marvel movies together and we like clap and cheer, like important parts. That's enough. Like a like gentle like golf clap. That's as far as I can go. But yeah. this, running around with costumes and freaking out, yeah. that's a little much. No, I remember when that movie came out, like going into a public bathroom that was black with speckled white was like... Go quick and get out. You just couldn't do it. No. It messed with you. Yeah, I think my high school had black and that that same that pattern. same pattern. You re- that's funny that you remember what the bathroom looked like when he got killed. Yeah, that was like a big. All right, my life. So let's go back to Sydney. Sydney, who survived this awful experience, decided to get out of Dodge. That's my new uh, phrase. Get out of Dodge. You're so old. I've had red wine, and <laughs> and she makes an attempt at a normal life in college. She moves to Ohio and goes to Windsor College. After the Woodsboro murders, Hollywood decided to capitalize on this and, like I said, made the movie Stab, all based on the real murders. So Sydney's kind of famous mm-hmm. when she goes to college. When you watch it, it's so cool because you see, like, the fake Stab movie in the real movie. It's so weird. It's so weird, right? And it's instantly a hit. Stab, the movie Stab is instantly a hit. Everyone knows about it. Sydney's famous. She's just trying to be a normal kid in college mm-hmm. with you know, a dazzling of trauma. What also happened since 1996 is Cotton Weary was... Cotton Cotton Weary was released from being wrongfully accused of murder. So he's out and he kind of capitalizes on his new fame and, like, tries to make it big. Pretty quickly into the movie... Oh, my God. Pretty quickly into the movie, there's a copycat killer in town where Sydney's at in Ohio. Someone attacking the college kids on her campus. And who is on the case? Gail Weathers. Gail Weathers. None other. She, so she went from California to Ohio. To Ohio. She comes back to report on everything because she wants to stay relevant. Of course. When the killer's revealed, although again, we think it's Sydney's boyfriend, Derek, at the time. Yes. Oh my God. With oh. his sister. No. And he was so hot. We found out it's not actually Derek. Because he was acting suspicious. He was. And Sydney was like, not another boyfriend. Like yeah. she had those thoughts. It ends up being his best friend, Mickey. Mickey is a film studies is a film study student obsessed with films. Not only that, but he has an accomplice, just like in the first movie. This time, the second murderer is a woman named Debbie. Debbie Loomis. I was going to say, I know there was a relationship. Do you remember? She is the mother of our first killer, Billy Loomis, the one whose husband had an affair with Sydney's mom. I'm going to have to go back and look at that one again. Why, you don't believe me? No, because I know like every killer had some sort of relationship. Yes. They always go back to the beginning. The whole time she was posing as another reporter in town against Gail Weathers named Debbie Salt. <laughs> She's bitter. No, I am Regina Pepper. 
Jo- Joanna, you're Debbie Salt, and I'm Regina Pepper. Pep- I was going to say, I'm uh, Salt and Pepper. Sarah Paprika. Sarah Paprika. Her motive was just strictly revenge. Sure. That's it. Revenge for the murder of her son, for Sydney's mother, Fook and her husband. Pause. Wouldn't what? Sydney recognize the mother? I know. I'm going to have to go either. rewatch. Right? Got time right. this weekend. Anyway, <laughs> Debbie Loomis, uh, she basically blames Sydney for her whole life being ruined. Sure. And what about Mickey, this film student? How did she? How did he get involved? Well, Debbie Salt found him online. Yep. She agreed to pay his tuition if he would go on a killing spree with her. He also wanted to be famous and pin it all on the effects of screen violence in young people. Interesting. Yeah, he made up his own theory. Idiot. In the end, Cotton Weary comes to the rescue, shooting Debbie, saving Sydney, and Sydney and Gail kill Mickey. The end of Scream 2. I'm going to have to rewatch that one. I feel like that's my least watched one. Yeah. Um, well, let's go to the year okay, 2000. Okay. We're both in high school, Joanna, and it's Scream 3 in Hollywood, if you will. Okay. So, so Sydney's back in Hollywood. Well, she's graduated from college at this point because it's now... It was 1996, now it's 2000. And not everyone spent five years in college like me. And me. Really? Yeah. This is why we're friends. By the way, all three of these movies were written and directed by Wes Craven, my personal amazing hero of horror films, who wrote Freddy Krueger. So anyway, Sydney is fully traumatized after all the bullshit and now works for a crisis hotline. Yes. Remember? I remember this one. She's living as like a recluse with alarms around her entire house. Yes. She spent, and she works from home. With the dog and the gate. mm -hmm. The gate, the wooden gate that's going to keep people out. Sorry. No, 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 you're good. And um, she spends her days answering phones and helping people through difficult times. Yes. A work from home job, if you will. Mm, I wonder how much she get paid for that. Mm. When she receives a call from the now infamous Ghostface, the voice is one you cannot deny. Mm-mm. But we learned in time that the whoever it was ended up using those voice changers, right? Because the voice is always the same. They did like multiple voices on yeah. a little voice changer. Now it would be an app. As it progressed, as the movie progressed, yeah. the technology got... improved. Yeah. Back then, it would it it was like an actual like handheld yes, device you held that changed your it. voice. Pretty early in the movie, Cotton Weary, hello, and his girlfriend are killed. Mm. And this time, the killer is murdering people in the order they are killed in the latest yes. Stab movie. Since Stab 3 is is based on truth partially, the killer has gotten a hold of the script that has not been released. The movie hasn't even been made. So someone has the script. And of course, who's back on the case? Gail, Gail. Weathers. Gail Weathers. To help annoy and investigate, she barges in on the investigation with McDreamy. No, Patrick Dempsey. I don't remember that. Yes, he's the detective. So Patrick Dempsey, in search of who Dempsey. could have Dempsey, Dempsey, kiss my booty, no. in search of who could have access to the script and go off this as their murder ploy, they find the director of the movie, a man named Roman. Yeah. Uh, Roman, when they approach him and tell him everything, he's very upset and confused. Gail also learns that Deputy Dewey, from her hometown of Woodsboro, is acting as an advisor for the script, giving insider info. And who is he giving it to? Who has he gotten close to? The stab version of Gail, the actress. And the real Gail, she fucking hates it. She's so jealous of this girl. And the real girl constantly is like... 
Gail, so how would you say this? How would you do this? And she like stares at her awkwardly and like tries to copy her. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. This is the funniest of all the movies. And there's a reason I'm going to get to it. This is where Sydney learns that years ago, her mom worked and tried to be an actress in Hollywood. She had a whole secret life when she was young. And who also knows about this? The killer. Because do you remember, Joanna? They're leaving clues at murder scenes Mm. of her mother. So I mentioned this movie's funnier than the others. This is why. I read an article that kind of laid everything out nicely for me. Empire Online's Scream Recap, if you want to read that on your own. They made the point on their website that this movie came out after the Columbine Massacres. Think of the year 2000. 2000. This Was movie it 2000? Oh, I was the in the Columbine, Columbine in 1989. Exactly. So this came out after that. So they were trying to tone down the teen on teen violence in this movie. Mm, Doesn't it that. make sense? It blew my mind, which makes sense given what was going on in the world at the time. And they just made it more funny. Okay. You know, they tried to add more humor. And some of the death scenes aren't like the teen on teen that we see. Like, like someone dies by getting blown up. Yeah. When in the stab movie or the stab movies, oh my god, the scream movies, they're all stabbed or sliced or yeah. something crazy like that, right? So it's kind of fascinating to me. As we go on, as most horror movies go, there's always a party of some sort in every fucking mm-hmm. scream movie. In this movie, the main characters are invited to Roman's house, who wrote or directed the Stab Three movie, for his birthday party. Kind of like a small, like little birthday dinner. Wasn't one of the girls like hooking up with him? I don't know, probably because he was kind of hot. Before they know it, things are just too quiet in the house for this birthday party, and we realize they're all being attacked by Ghostface. Sydney is ready to kill the fucker when he baits her with a kidnapped Gale and Dewey. Aren't they like in a closet? And they're like, no, Sydney, don't listen to him, don't listen to him. So she does whatever he says because she doesn't want her friends to get hurt. When Sydney pulls out her hidden gun because she's armed now and shoots him in the chest, pa pa pa, several times, she thinks she's free and clear until he gets up and starts chasing her. Yeah, because he had a bulletproof vest. Yes, he had a bulletproof vest. This is when he takes off his mask, revealing himself to Sydney. You just whispered it, Joanna. Roman. Yep, it is the whole time Roman. He fooled everyone the whole time. Do you remember why? Because this one, before you answer, of all of them, well, they all shocked me. But this one, I was like, what? Wasn't it her brother? Well, or cousin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It turns out he's Sydney's half-brother yeah. because when their, their mother lived in Hollywood as a young actress under the name Rena Reynolds, mm. she was unfortunately raped at a movie party, conceived a child, and birthed a son roman who she later placed for adoption roman says when he grew up he tried to track her down um to form some type of bond with his mother but he shut him out she but is she sorry but she shut him out and this turned him into a vengeful murderer that's all he needed and it is revealed yep and it is revealed that he was the one that got Billy Loomis and Stu Mocker in the very first movie to do their murder spree. He, quote unquote, directed Billy. And he pulled all the strings. So he was the mastermind behind it all. Yes. at the mm. In the very beginning, because he hated his mother, his birth mother. She shut him out. She wouldn't accept a relationship with him. And she was the first one killed. And Joanna, he wanted to be left as Maureen Prescott's one true, chi- one true child, not Sydney. Okay. But he got killed at the end. But she wasn't the one that killed him. Deputy Dewey did. 
Oh, I'm. Oh, right. Because she he's kept on shooting him in the chest. She goes in the head. In the oh, head. yeah, yeah. In the head, in the head. Right, right, right. OK, so in this one, um, Sydney, Gail and Dewey, Dewey all survived the originals, the OGs. Obviously, my loves, I am skipping over so many details, but there's five fucking movies we're going over here. So got to cap it at some point. Yeah. Um. So that was supposed to be the end of our trilogy. Because Scream originally was a trilogy. Yes. And then I remember in the third one, Randy, who had died, who gave the movie rules, right? And that was the saddest death of when all. When he died, I was like, come on. Yes. And in the third movie, his sister, remember his little sister was like, here's a tape from my brother. Yeah. And he let a tape of VHS tape. It was VHS. And it was. And he left the rules for a trilogy. And they tried to listen to that. And it was, it's just, these movies are the best. So. Here we go. You ready for number four? Yes. So we thought Scream was done. We did. We're in high school, Joanna and I. Hello. Some of you weren't born. And some of you were maybe a little older than high school. And we love you. We thought it was, that was it. It was done. Until 11 years later, 2011, Scream 4 came It took out. 11 years. 11 no years. No way. We went from high school to full-blown adults. And we're like, oh, hot damn. We got to go watch 2011. That. I had moved, graduated from high school Got graduated from college, <laughs> got my degree, moved down to Florida, and I was f- just working your years. job. Yep. Four years. And all in. this time. The beginning of this movie is so confusing, but cool, because we know how they throw in the stab versions of the movies. So you probably forgot, Joanna, but let me remind you. This time, they start with a scene where people are watching a horror movie of teenagers making dumbass decisions. Okay. And the people on the couch watching the movie are like, I would never do that. Go go out the front door. Don't go up the stairs. You know. Then we see that that was a movie that was being watched, and we have the people sitting on the couch. Then the people sitting on the couch, they start getting or making dumb decisions, and then they get attacked, and then we, we, we realize that was a movie – Inside a movie, inside a movie. It gets, that's, I just said, it's confusing, but also really cool. It's only the first few minutes of the movie. And it's like, you know, movie within movie within movie. They joke about how the plot is so predictable and they would never do that. And then they do. Yeah. Right. And then we finally realize, okay, we're in the actual Scream movie. This is now 15 years after the original ghost face attacked Woodsboro and Sydney has now written a self-help book called Out of Darkness. She returns to her hometown of Woodsboro for a book tour just in time for a new murderer to come into town as well. Okay. Now, when I say this next part, you're going to be like, yes, I hope yes, I, yes. yes, I hope I trigger a memory. Sydney visits with her little cousin Jill. Mm. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for Jill, her whole teenage friend group is now being attacked in Woodsboro. Aren't there like neighbors and the what they see her upstairs getting yes, attacked? Yes, through the windows screaming. of the house. Yes, yes from okay. one house to the next. Okay, they're receiving the menacing phone, menacing phone calls with the scary voice on the other end of the line. They're being attacked. They're being murdered. Curfews enacted in town. All of it. At this point, Gail Weathers and Deputy Dewey have been married for now 10 years. Mm. They did get married from the last one. And they work together to try and track down the killer or killers. They all can't believe they're going through this fucking shit again. again. The killers here are basically trying to do a remake of the original. Yeah. They're copycats. They're always copycats. Yes. In one scene, Gail tries to catch this guy. 
She knows that these killers love parties. So being that there's a huge party coming up, she feels this is her chance. The party is to screen all the stab movies on like the anniversary with a bunch of wild teenagers running around a barn. I don't know if you remember. It's in a farm. I don't. So listen, Gail goes up to the barn rafters at it. I don't know what it's called. Like the second layer in a barn. And she sets up cameras everywhere. I don't remember that. You remember that? I don't. It's crazy. Thinking she will catch him in the act. And they're like the 2011 like webcams. Yeah. Like the little ball. Obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so when she's looking, I think she's looking at like a receiver. Maybe it's her cell phone. It can't be her cell phone in 2011. I don't remember. I think it's like a receiver looking at the camera footage. She sees that Ghostface is behind her in the footage. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's attacking her. And who are the killers? Oh, she makes it alive. Don't worry. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Yeah, 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 we all know. And who are the killers this time in Scream 4? I don't remember. They are oh, the te- cousins, right? <clears throat> they are a teenager who's obsessed with making his own real life scary movie, Charlie. And of course, Sydney's little cousin Jill. I see, I know. <laughs> it's like I know, but I don't know. Oh, I know. So good. Jill is so fucked up. She just wants to be famous like Sydney. It's so messed up. She wants to be the final girl. Charlie and Jill do all of this because they want to come across as brave survivors who the world will love and adore. I know. In the end, Jill ends up shooting Charlie because why? I don't need an accomplice. I can be the sole surviving yeah. victim. Jill sets it all up and she throws herself into a glass table for the police to find her. It's really it's a commitment. It is commitment. Later when she's in the hospital, because she's obviously messed up, Sydney puts it all together, realizing what's going on, and she kills her little cousin by defibrillating. <laughs> defibrillating? One more Fibulating. time. One more time defibrillating that's not the word her head what does that mean uh the shock paddles one two three clear i don't remember that on her head you probably didn't watch this one no i did and then i said it was her cousin i knew it no that's true and then she shoots her just in case oh just in case you have to because they always come back and that scream they do they always come back they always come because what's her boyfriend's name in the first one billy billy he came back yep and she He ruined it for her for life. All right, and let's go on to the final one we're going to discuss today. So excited. Scream 5. This one came out in 2022, which is shocking because Scream 6. Wait, 2022? Yes, it, yes. Did I see it? Yes, you did. Look at my watch. No, you did. I remember you telling me. And it's crazy because that was just a year ago. They took like a, like a, like a 10 month, 10 year hiatus. And this movie was after Wes Craven passed away. Mm. So he wasn't involved at, I mean, goes without saying. This was the first one he wasn't involved in. He didn't have any part in it. And it's probably why, in my opinion, Scream 5 and Scream 6 are not my favorite. Because it mm. didn't have Wes Craven. Okay. Maybe it's a mental thing for me. Yeah, because he had he was probably very creative. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this movie is also in Woodsboro, where a young Tara is attacked in her house by yet another ghost face and it's important to say because of watching wednesday did you watch wednesday it's so it's i loved it um jenna ortega is the actress who plays in this movie yep this time though tara surprisingly survives the attack she's not a teen who's instantly killed her older sister has moved out of the house prior but returns to town when she learns about her kid sister being attacked and in the hospital and almost murdered the reason Sam, her sister, left Woodsboro in the first place 
is because she couldn't stand living there, Joanna. You're going to realize this after learning that she was the daughter of our original killer, Billy Loomis. Wait, Billy had a daughter? Billy had a child as a teenager. He impregnated someone. I feel like that's a reach. I feel like you didn't watch this movie. I did, but I feel like if he was high school, yep, kept that kid a secret. He was dead. The mom kept it a secret. The teenage girl he was sleeping with and cheating on Sydney with. Oh, they were cheating. Okay. So it was his daughter. Yep. So she obviously knew about She Billy. learned that she was Billy Loomis's daughter and moved out of Woodsboro. Sam did. And then her little sister, like way little sister, who has obviously a different father when her mother grew up out of being a teenager, had another kid. These things happen. I'm really um, confused. Throughout... <laughs> Throughout this movie, you wonder if Sam is actually the killer because she sees hallucinations of her dead dad, Billy Loomis, throughout the movie. Sam and Tara later go to Deputy Dewey for help. Oh. Yeah, in the whole situation. And he is nothing like he was in all the other movies. He's gotten old in that movie. Mm, The once happy-go-lucky good guy is now living alone in a trailer, divorced from Gail. Yeah, he's sad. After this attack, Dewey does call Sydney. And why does he call Sidney Prescott? He tells her it's all started again. Do not come here. De- Dewey's like, uh-uh, we don't want you here. There's another killer. Stay away. Sydney has now finally moved on with her life, has gone on and got married and had children. And he just says, don't. Like, no. Of course he's going to come back. I know. Well, eventually. In the most shocking moment of the movie... Dewey is killed. Yeah, that was the worst. The worst. It was worse than Randy. And everyone's (sighs) like, no. He was at the hospital after the current sheriff was killed. And he is gruesomely stabbed. I remember my jaw hit the floor. Like, not Dewey. And then Gail finds him, though. Uh Uh-huh. They were both there. And he was, and I remember watching it, and they're in this hospital hallway, and I'm like, where are the fucking nurses? Like, why are the hallways dark? Where's everyone? Where's the orderlies? This is not real. It pissed me off. It so wasn't bad. real life because no. a hospital is lively 24 yes, 7. 24-7. Well, Dewey being murdered is what brings Sydney back to town. Yeah, I would too. Meanwhile, Sam and Tara, they're not messing around. They decide to get out of Woodsboro with Sam's boyfriend, Richie. Yes. And they they're like, let's get out of here. We're leaving this murderous town. Leave the killer. Like, I mean, what why aren't they all doing this every time? Every time. But when Tara forgets her inhaler, mm-hmm, I remember that. Mm-hmm, they have to turn around and go back to one of her friend's houses who she had left a spare inhaler at. And this house turns out to be the former house of Stu Mocker. So Tara's best friend lives in the house formerly owned by the family of Stu Mocker, who was one of the killers. Does she know this? Yes. Okay. I, th- I think so. And of course, on this night, there's a party going on. Oh, naturally. Always. Naturally. While Tara's in there looking for an inhaler at her friend's house, Ghostface shows up going on a rampage. And out of nowhere, at his house, at this house, Amber, her best friend who lives there, pulls out a gun and shoots another girl right in front of Tara. She is one of the killers. Another teenage kid is one of the killers. And who's the other killer, like you said? The boyfriend. And that pisses me off because Tara's friend, what's her name, Amber, is in high school. And Sam's boyfriend is like a full-ass adult. College, right? Why are they they friends? Why was he a killer? Why are they friends? 
I'm going to tell you in a second. It pisses me off. Yeah, the one taking them out of town. As Sydney and Gil arrive to try and save the day, it's revealed that Amber and Richie, this is why, they're stab super fans. Of course. So no relation. Go ahead, say it again. No relation. No, we needed Wes Craven. Because he would have linked it somehow. Yeah, Wes would have linked that shit. They hate, this is funny to me, honestly, Amber and Richie hate how the stab movies have gone off the rails and they're not sticking to the original roots. So and here you and I are complaining about the Scream movies not sticking to the original that's roots. That's so funny. Isn't it there ironic? Must be that connect- they must have figured it out. Like, Isn't we're not- it ironic? So they decide to make Sam, the, the Tara's older sister, out to be the killer and they try to frame her. No one's having it. No. They all fight back, killing the duo. Sam acts like her father, Billy, like, she channels him because she's been... She, it's really weird. She hallucinates him the whole movie. And she stabs Richie to death. The boyfriend. Yep. Yeah, her own boyfriend who's a killer. While Tara, her little sister, Jenna Ortega, shoots and kills her best friend Amber as the other killer. The end. And that's the it, end. people. That's it. Now, I know there's a new Scream 6 2023, but I'm stopping here, as I've mentioned, in case you guys... Don't want it spoiled. Please don't. So I'm wondering how I watched Scream 5. How you I watched watch it? it. No, you no. You told At me. my house, but how? I'm wondering how I did it. On what, streaming service? Yes. Because I, and I watched it like almost immediately. Because Joanna doesn't go to the movie theater. I do not. No. The last movie I saw was with you. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast live action. That mm. was like five years ago. No, four years ago. It was a, it was a time ago and Joanna cried. Uh, you did too. <laughs> I mean, it was it was great. It's you cried it's twice. Such a good movie. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast is my favorite. It's because she likes books, and she's not going to just marry off to be Gaston's wife. Gaston's a dumbass. Can Did I tell you? you something though? Tell me. It's such a toxic movie to me, Joanna. It is because she does. It's like what's that Stockholm syndrome? Yes, and she falls in love with an abuser. But every Disney movie back then was bad not good i mean they never had mothers no the mother died the mothers were always awful until merida's mom was badass meredith merida oh I'm like, have you meredith? not watched brave yes it's mm. one of my was favorite awful. was she no she was great she turned into a bear and she wanted to kill her but she was a bear da- uh, she didn't know what my she was daughter doing. my daughter cause calls her kiki for some reason here she comes hi honey hi say how are you Mm, what's your favorite Disney princess? Who's your favorite movie to watch? Uh, Mickey. Mickey? Mickey? Yay! That's not a princess movie. Do you like Elsa? Yes. Do you like Merida? Kiki? You like Kiki? Yes. Do you like Belle? You like Belle? No, okay, and she's gone. Sucks. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's our episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I don't want to. S- spoil scream six go watch it in my opinion it was so bad it was great it was it was really fucking sucked but i mean i enjoyed it for the nostalgia of it all i've already googled who's the killer and who dies no lie but i'm still gonna watch it that means sure watch it when it comes out in video i was gonna say (laughs) go to blockbuster i don't think i mean it doesn't make sense ish yeah yeah it doesn't it's really kind of i have mm. to wait till i actually like yeah so anyways uh 25 cusses was your cusses Curses? Curses. Do you say cuss or curse? I say cuss. Who says curse? I don't know. I think it depends on how you, like, don't curse. Because I'm from New York. No, you're not. Just kidding. I'm really not. We all know you're from Pennsylvania. I am. Thanks for stopping in, boys and girls. 
Happy to have you. We had a good time. We hope you enjoyed. That was now our second movie plot edition. The first one was Freddy Krueger. Second one, Scream. Hope you liked it. We'll see you in a couple of weeks because we are a bi-weekly show. If you want to find us, reach out. You can find us on Instagram at Joanna. Live, laugh, murder, podcast. Boom, you got it. Com. Oh, no, dot com. You can email us your recommendations, your suggestions. Also, DM us on Instagram. But if you want to send us an email, live, laugh, murder, pod at what, Joanna? Gmail? Definitely not AOL. Yahoo? Gmail. It's at Hotmail, but it's spelled M-A-L-E. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that hot mail it was a thing listen we're talking it was a thing when i was in high school our parents were like if you go on hot mail you're gonna get a different experience or you can reach out directly on spotify we love you guys and thanks for checking us out and remember to live laugh, laugh but, but never, never murder. murder we love you guys say bye say bye, bye. <laughs> you're so sweet Thank you.